Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Brainwaves. Hear the world differently. Bringing community mental health to you, raising awareness and challenging stigma. Tune in to 3CR Community Radio, Wednesdays at 5pm. Melbourne's Drive Time Radio Program, featuring community organisations, powerful stories and information. Find us at brainwaves.org.au. Proudly sponsored by Wellways Australia. Hello and welcome to Brainwaves on 3CR 855 AM, 3CR Digital Radio and 3cr.org.au. My name is Kaylin and from Brainwaves team today we have Rachel and Steph. And today on Brainwaves we are speaking with Alicia Hankatel from the Body Love Collective. Alicia is a qualified mental health worker, speaker and founder of the Body Love Collective. This is Alicia's second time on the Brainwave show and her first show aired on the 24th of April. And if you'd like to have a listen to that, you can find the podcast on the Brainwaves page on www.3cr.org.au. Alicia is back today to talk about body connection, the relationship with our body and accepting and loving ourselves. Sounds amazing. <laughs> Thanks so much for coming on the show today, Alicia. Such a pleasure. It was, it was a lot of fun last time, so I thought let's do this again. Yeah, yeah, yeah nice. Um, well, let's just start off by talking about what body connection even is. What do we mean by body connection? Yeah. What do we mean by embodiment? Mm, cool. So I feel like um, it's it's talked about quite a lot, like, you go to yoga and you connect with your body or you do meditation and you connect with your body. And what it actually means is to feel like you are actually connected with your body and in your body. So being aware of sensations basically. So, um, like to be in your body right now, you could pay attention to how your little toe feels and then like focus on your little toe and then focus on the rest of your toes and then focus on your feet. And that kind of sensation of like being consciously aware of what your body's feeling like, then once you've got like the toe going, you can get that happening for the whole body and be like really feeling like, oh, I'm like, I'm here. I'm in my body. I know what my body's feeling like. I can feel all the sensations and I can feel my emotions. And yeah, that's what it means to be connected with the body. And it can also be called embodiment because um, it's this concept of being embodied instead of being like stuck in your head and having the racing thoughts and um, having that be the only way that you interact with the world. This is like when you're embodied, you're much more likely to be in connection with your intuition, your gut instinct um, and who you really are at your core and what's really going on for you. So if if there are like physical health issues going on, for example, or or like disease or mm. like stress in the system, you can be aware of that and act accordingly as opposed to ignoring it and just being in your head. So mm. there's, yeah, it's, it's really beneficial to be embodied and as best as possible mm. walk um, the earth with not just a connection with our cognitive capacity, but also our bodies. Mm. Yeah. Would yeah. you say that's kind of like the idea of, you know, thinking I am a body, not just I have a body? Yes. Do you relate to that? Yeah, move? yeah. It's like I feel like we are we are bo- we are all of it. Like we're like yeah. a soul in a body with mm. like 
with mental capacity and um, then we've also got our bodies and it, it helps me and it helps quite a lot of people to almost view the body as its own separate entity. Mm-hmm. So like my body feels X, my body feels that. And then I guess the embodiment concept is when you like step into that, you become the body and, and it's a more united thing. Like obviously we are all of it, but sometimes it's helpful to like separate it for a second and be like, how does my body feel today? Because when, when I ask you like, how are you? Mm. You probably will answer in a more cognitive way. Whereas if I ask you the specific question, how is your body feeling today? Mm. I'm more likely to get an answer. That's like an embodied answer. Yeah. 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 Amazing. Yeah. For you personally, um, what do you think, like what are the most effective sort of body connection practices that you find? Yeah. Um, Such a great question. And this is where um, we were just chatting beforehand about the irony of this, because um, I teach this stuff. But over the last couple of months, I've forgotten to do the embodiment part of self-connection. So this is so perfectly time for me to come and talk about this, too. The best ways are through movement to Mm -hmm. music that makes you feel something. So um, like putting on tracks of music that like they can be fast or slow or like mixed and just sitting there with your hands on your body and breathing and then just waiting for the music and your body to want to move. And if that doesn't happen and you just sit there and breathe for the entire track or the entire three tracks, I always recommend people to do it for three tracks because um, by that stage, you're really in that place of connection with yourself. But yeah, so that's one. And then the other one is like things like body connection meditations where like we were talking about with the little toe and then the rest of the Mm. foot, there are heaps and heaps of meditations out there. Um, I've even got one on my website if people want to download it for free, but also on insight timer where people will guide you through like connecting with every single part of your body and that will then create the sensation of being connected with the body that and I guess mindfully walking Mm. Um, instead of just going for a walk and paying attention to what's outside of you, paying attention to, oh, okay, my thigh muscles are starting to burn a little bit now. I'm starting to get a bit warm. And like, as you pay attention to the sensations, you become more connected with the body and the breath. Mm -hmm. And then breath is the last one. It's like, Mm -hmm. we'd often, it's the simplest. It's it's so Mm -hmm. simple. Like even, even right now, like, to talk it's like quite a shallow breathing practice but if we take the time and like breathe deep into our bellies and literally just stop what we're doing and focus on breathing and breathe deep into our bellies and only focus on our breath and do that for like three minutes that's another amazing way to connect to our bodies yeah what I really resonated with with um in what you just said was you know, the common thing with all of those practices is time and setting aside time. And that's, Mm. I know for me, and I experience like feeling disconnected from my body Mm. a lot of the time. And that when I notice I'm like that, it's because I'm just spending my time doing everything but what you're saying. Any, like in any capacity, just not, you know, just like, it sounds so simple. Yeah. But it's like, yeah. Yeah, it does. Work. It sounds so simple. And the other thing um, we were like touching on before we came in here is like, what if 
you really know that it'd be good for you and <laughs> and but actually it it's the hardest time like if you are in pain or you've got a cold or a flu or you have a chronic health condition and you're just legitimately hesitant mm. to connect with the body or like you said you're time poor or you're not not seeing it mm. as a high value mm-hmm. and i think i think it's like a an education thing and a like a commitment thing like sometimes we have to make commitments to ourselves for things that would be useful mm. um and and like kind of that that lovingly nurturing push towards something that is really useful and scheduling the time like we would like you know some people schedule the time to go to the yoga class and that and that helps a lot because you turn up and turning up is half the battle but mm. if we're talking about doing stuff at home like um doing an embodiment practice or doing a meditation doing a breathing it almost does come down to treating it in the same way you would treat turning up to a yoga class Mm -hmm. and with that same level of respect and also knowing that it's super super valuable to do because we can convince ourselves Mm -hmm. when we're in that time poor state or when we're like in pain for example that it's not going to help but actually it's like scientifically proven to help like all of this like mindfulness breath work um connecting to our bodies it's what pain management clinics Mm. use it's it's so um effective like Mm. it's it's genuinely effective and we forget that we think oh it's just breathing or it's just meditation or Mm. like dancing how could dancing possibly Mm. help me with this pain in my Mm. left thigh like Mm. But actually just connecting to our bodies is helpful Mm. and being true with where we're at. So we connect and we might feel pain. We Mm. might actually connect with more pain. I know I did some embodiment yesterday and I put on some tracks and I was lying there. And before I started, I felt pretty good, Mm. like thought I felt good. Mm. And then halfway through, I'm like, oh, my gosh, my neck really hurts like Mm. and because I'd connected with my body and calmed down and breathed I noticed what was there already that I hadn't like been aware of Mm. and so in that scenario I was um live in my online Facebook group at that time and I was like this is very uncomfortable because I actually feel worse and that can happen Mm. where we do the embodiment practice and we perceive that we're feeling worse because we're connected with the truth Mm-hmm. of what's actually going on but what that then allowed me to do is say to myself okay I probably need more stretching and more embodiment so I put on more tracks of music and like kept stretching it out and then I also said to the people in my group this might not make it go away like it might mm. actually not make it go away and that's also okay maybe I'm actually dehydrated and I need to drink water over the next 24 hours and then the neck tension might release. Or maybe I need to go see a chiropractor. Like, yeah. who knows? Like, there's a whole heap of different um, things. Or maybe it's just how it is. But it's still better to be connected with the truth of the situation mm-hmm. as opposed to not. And yeah. it sounds like it's encouraging, like, it's not about, okay, now I have a definitive answer for this and a yeah. solution. Yeah. Um, but because it's an embodiment practice and it's something that's ongoing it sounds like what it's doing is encouraging you to you know shift away from that pattern of disconnection 
shift. Oh, is that right? Yeah, it is. Shift away from like yeah. reaching for like whatever it is. Yeah. Like, you know, we talked before about if disconnection might mean like, you know, having some comfort food and yeah. watching Netflix. Yeah. Like when that isn't actually what you need. Yeah. When that is like, and mm, you know, in yeah. some situations that is like self care and that is like nurturing yourself. But sometimes it's no, I'm like not being with my body in the way that it needs me to be Mm. right yeah exactly and I think um like you said like Netflix or food or any of Mm. any of the things that people can do to Mm. um to like disconnect Mm -hmm. can actually be really really useful Mm. and full permission depending on depending on what's going on and if it genuinely feels like like let's say I do an embodiment practice Mm. and then like I just feel like I'd like to go and watch Netflix yeah. next. Mm-hmm. That feels pretty genuine. Yeah. Like, yeah. but it sounds like you're learning what you need. Yes. First, yeah. And then le- making yeah. a and decision after that. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it's conscious Netflix, yeah. Yeah. as opposed to <laughs> as opposed to unconscious Netflix yeah. or yeah. whatever it is, and and knowing that sometimes we can think that we want to. Well, like we were saying before, it is very very easy to think that we don't need embodiment and that we'd be better off if we become a taco, roll mm. ourselves in, in a doona and mm. and watch something and it genuinely does seem like it takes the pain away mm. until that show's finished. Mm. And like it's a, it's a it's an escapism thing whereas um Whereas when we do embodiment, we're bringing ourselves closer to whatever is going on. We may get clarity on what we need, which may improve the situation. And even if it doesn't, we're actually honoring the truth of where we're really at. So like potentially um, Netflix comes up as one of Mm. those things, but potentially it doesn't as well. Yeah. Yeah. Do you do much work in like looking at where disconnection comes from or you know like because I know it's helpful for me to understand okay disconnection like doing like you know behaving in a certain way that disconnects from me from my body maybe has served me in the past or maybe has been like a safety yeah. thing in the past because mm. it, it's comforting it is comforting mm. right mm. Um, and when you talk about pain like you were talking about before you're escaping pain mm. right so yeah and thoughts it's, on that? it's quite protective because obviously um, society um, as a as a construct would like us to be functional, and so therefore, when um, we are taught from a very young age to do certain things to be functional, like to show up X Y Z here, and then do this homework, and then do this uni work, and then have this job and show up at this time, etc. So sometimes it actually is helpful if we want to like maintain a job or do all those sorts of things to be able to put it to the side and carry on um and then and I think that's where it comes from I think from a very young age we're not necessarily taught rightly or wrongly like Mm -hmm. um we're not necessarily taught to connect with what is really true inside of us in any given moment and what our individual body is feeling and Mm -hmm. what our individual body needs it's we're taught how to participate in a society that exists and that can be good like it's it's not necessarily like horrible but it um it it means that it's from an early age drummed into us that pattern of behavior rather than oh, okay, I might be experiencing some discomfort in my body 
um, I might connect deeper with it. That seems like the opposite logic. And even in terms of um, we're encouraged from an early age, have a headache, take a Panadol. Mm. Um, Instead of have a headache, take some time, check in with your body. Hmm, what's going on? What message is this headache sending me? Do I need to slow down? Do I need more water? Like that kind of thing. I like... I don't think we were that that's in the common. um, Mm. Yeah. And I should say, I'm not certainly, I'm certainly not saying don't take (laughs) painkillers or any, any other such thing. Like obviously all of these methods of that are in society and that society has created are valid Mm -hmm. in their own right. Um, But I also think that we can pair that with embodiment Mm. and have a better time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's really interesting, like how, I don't know, we've grown up being used to a certain way of dealing with our issues, mm. but also not considering that other ways might be more effective or just as effective. Mm. Yeah, or can partner with, like, and so you can still be, um, you know, that person that shows up to the nine-to-five job and take care of your body. So, like, whether that looks like, um, you know, taking meditation breaks um, mm. instead of like people used to take cigarette mm. breaks. I don't think many people are taking cigarette breaks anymore, <laughs> but like we could take meditation breaks, mm. go to the bathroom and, and deep breathe. Mm. Um, when we're making a cup of tea, do that mindfully. Like mm. we can incorporate these embodiment practices mm. and like feel our toes and our feet and our legs while sitting at our desks mm. in between emails like mm. or as a student we can do the same thing we mm. can make sure we're like setting a little alarm every three hours or even probably more frequently to yeah. get up stretch feel our bodies put our hands on our bodies and notice how we're feeling and like we, we can do that in in the inverted commas real world yeah. like both can exist what are you like, could you talk a little bit about how you feel when you do feel connected to your body? Yeah, yeah. Oh, at the moment, at lately, <laughs> lately, not great. Not, not, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Not great, but also satisfied. So, like, I know how good it is and how it informs, like, obviously I value truth the truth of the situation super highly. Mm. So I want to know what's going on in my body actually. Mm-hmm. Um, so even if I'm connecting and finding the sore neck or mm. any other symptom that might mm. be going on, because um, as we talked about last time, I have autoimmune symptoms mm. and had adrenal fatigue. And mm. a little bit lately, um, some of those symptoms mm. have popped back up to say hello. So when I connect with my body, sometimes I'm feeling more pain, more tired, etc. But mm. what that's showing me is a clear course of action as well. Mm. Like I feel powerful in that. I feel mm. directed in that. And sometimes, like, obviously, other times when I'm connecting to my body, there aren't those Mm. symptoms or they're there but they're not active Mm. or, like, they're not causing a particular problem. And in those scenarios, I feel like a whole heap of peace. Like, I feel really – and even if if I'm feeling pain, I still feel grounded in who I am. And when I'm – like, when when I've done – a movement practice or a meditation I feel clear Mm. like I feel like okay what is what is my next step or whatever I'm working on that day or whatever I'm studying for or writing up or working on for my business I'm like clear I'm like okay here I go off I go to do that thing I'm not like having a zillion thoughts Mm. racing um and it feels yeah it feels grounded and 
and like a version of peaceful, like the peaceful that can exist when there's symptoms and pain mm. as well or when there's like a little niggles because you can still mm. be peaceful even in that um, and clear on what actions I could take. Like I'm even more clear on what are my needs mm. in this situation and how do I honour what my needs are. So, yeah, lately, like I'll be honest, it hasn't mm. been fun. Like, yeah. it, like embodiment hasn't been fun and I – absolutely like everybody else have been running away from embodiment because mm. it's very easy to convince yourself that you don't need it mm-hmm. um, or that it won't help but it a hundred percent does and like that that groundedness that peace that clarity are just so valuable mm. no matter what's going on yeah how do you think we can get people to engage more in you know, body connection practices. Yeah, it's it's a really really good question. Like if you asked me that three months ago, it's very humbling. Like it's very humbling to be in this place right now because if you asked me that three months ago, I probably would have been like, I don't know what I would have said. Right now I would be like, okay, this is is like adequately difficult. Like Mm. it's... It's like let's be like it's really cool to be honest about it. Like mm. it's it's hard. What I've been doing for me that's really been helping is getting tough love on myself. Like scheduling it in, setting an alarm, mm. making it happen. And I'm no, I'm like reaping the benefits of mm. doing that and feeling clearer, feeling more capable, feeling more grounded, mm. feeling more peaceful. Mm. Um, but it's taking discipline. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's a combination of whatever that looks like for you. So does it does it mean showing up to the local yoga class and making a commitment? Um, does it mean finding a yoga class? Um, because there's this amazing um, woman called Sarah who runs Body Positive Yoga. Mm-hmm. And she does yoga that is modified for anybody. So no mm-hmm. matter what your ability or your health level is, you can go do her yoga. She's phenomenal yeah Mm. yeah so like finding whether it's finding an exercise or a method of connection with the body that is good for you and your body and whatever's Mm. going on and committing to that or whether it's going to a meditation thing i feel like it's like community based or something you can obligate yourself to because if we do it for ourselves chances Mm. are yeah we're not going to do it we're used to you know putting our body second so we're going to do it for ourselves yeah so if yeah even if it's like finding a friend and and going and doing something together or like even if you're doing it in the comfort of your own home but having someone like as an accountability buddy like sharing that yeah like did you do your like three tracks of embodiment today and yeah that's actually really helped me because I do have my own like my Facebook group where Mm. I like share content and Mm. share stuff and I actually went into that group and was Mm. like hey guys I'm going to use this group for accountability because I haven't been doing my embodiment so I've been showing up and doing my embodiment and that sheer act of like that somebody's gonna know if I don't do it as well kind of helps as well yeah so it's finding yeah finding the structures that would support you to be disciplined Mm. because sometimes discipline is bad um or, or like we can be overly disciplined and harsh with ourselves and we can get stuck in the push energy and this is kind of like 
what my work teaches a lot of like softness and slowing down and connecting with ourselves. But other times it's time for some tough love. Like we know the things that help us. It's, it's like, let's show up and do those things. Yeah. It's not simple though. Especially with anything that's like a practice. Like I've noticed that with meditation when it start when I started to actually like be like, have that discipline and be like, I have to do this every day. Like I have, like I need to, if I actually want this to be a part of my life Mm -hmm. and the same sort of thing with this, like the embodiment practice. Yeah. You, yeah. It doesn't mean like, I hate myself, so I'm going to do this every day to punish myself. It's I love myself, so let's do it every day so that I can go in the right direction I want to go. Yeah, Yeah. and and even more than that, I love myself and I I intellectually know that science and research have told me that there are benefits to this. So... I my that little voice in my head that's telling me mm. I don't need this mm. is is actually flat out wrong mm. and yeah. <laughs> I'm going to lovingly push myself mm. in the right direction because I do love my uh, or I respect my body or I want to love my body or mm. I want to show up for my body and feel a bit better like wherever that is on the spectrum anyone is at any given time mm. yeah on that like c- connected to the idea of love like self-love um do you have any advice for overcoming shame as a barrier to wanting to connect to yourself and your body so i know that's a huge yeah thing for so many of us yeah often often genuinely like we connect with our bodies um for the first time if we've been or for a long time over Mm. if we connect with our bodies for the first time in a long time (laughs) i was like whoa tripping over the words (laughs) (laughs) There can be like emotions come up. It's not just sensations. Mm. It's not just, oh, hang on, I've got a bit of pain in my left knee or or maybe I don't. Like it's not just, oh, hello, I have a body. It's, oh, oops, I haven't done this or, oh, I don't like my body. Like mm. actually I've just become profoundly aware mm. that I don't like my body. Mm. And I, again I would say like, it's it's this is where we bring in self-compassion we mm-hmm. talked about this a bit last time mm-hmm. like this is where we bring in like a a dose of self-compassion and be like wherever we're at is mm-hmm. totally okay mm-hmm. it's totally okay to actually dislike your body or to feel shame about your body because we can't just jump from like deciding we want to love it to loving it and maybe we don't ever love it and we just accept it or we just mm-hmm. are neutral to mm-hmm. it like we may not necessarily mm-hmm. be like jumping for joy and going and fo- being photographed nude in rainforest <laughs> like I did <laughs> eventually eventually and my body loved Jenny so um yeah I would say the it's again it's it's the truth whatever whatever happens when we connect with our bodies it gets us closer to the truth and then from there we can make decisions so if it's shame we then need to go and get some support to deal with the shame that we're feeling about our bodies yeah Thanks for being so honest and open with everything on the show. Thank you. A pleasure. A pleasure. Thanks, Alyssa. Alyssa, I'm so sorry. You can slap me later. It's all right. I Um, couldn't say (laughs) sentences either. (laughs) Something in the air, clearly. Um, For coming on the show today and sharing your knowledge with our listeners, and I can tell you I, for one, will be looking up um, all of this when I get out of here today. Um, But you can find out more about the Body Love Collective on um, our our 3CR website. I'll make sure that there's a link there. Uh, and yeah, thank you for sharing your knowledge. Um, 
you can see more on brainwaves.org.au or on the 3CR website, 3cr.org.au or on iTunes. Uh, feel free to send us feedback or suggestions for shows via email at brainwaves at wellways.org. Thanks for listening and we'll be back next Wednesday for another episode of Brainwaves on 3CR. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.